Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. You are tuned in to another episode of Cat vs. Dog with myself, CJ, a.k.a. Chelsea. And I am joined with my lovely co-host, my thug, my gangster. You love? You are. You are a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. Yeah, I mean, men can be pretty. No? You don't want to be pretty? Handsome. Okay, I'll say handsome. Men don't like lovely or yeah light-skinned niggas are pretty and i'm not light-skinned oh well what are you i'm dark-skinned on the inside ah well your outside says <laughs> it's too early we just started the show it was too early we're not even gonna go here <laughs> how was your weekend man how was your week uh my week was all right you know uneventful as always yeah you know Watching toy reviews with my kids and, you know, kicking up with my wife and all those good things. Yeah. Working and, you know, how was yours? It was good. Um, I finally got a chance to check out Abducted in Plain Sight, which is a very popular, um, I guess it's a docuseries on YouTube. I mean, on um, Netflix. Netflix. And if you get a chance to check it out, uh, please do. I encourage you to check it out. And this is going to sound racist, but I feel like people are like, oh, I'm outraged. I can't believe this will happen because it, it gets right to the shit as soon as it comes on. These are things that white people do. Like, <laughs> I wasn't shocked when I watched it. Like, I was shocked in the in the sense of these are parents and they did not do everything that they could have done to protect their daughter if anything they kind of pushed her out with with the bullshit but i wasn't shocked like this what y'all do weirdo ass shit like mm-hmm. man i don't know but um my co-host hasn't checked it out yet yeah no nah. but no. they they put raisins in a potato salad so <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be some wild shit That's like, you really just took me out of here with that as a reference point for do. why. But like, no, when you see this, we're talking next level crazy shit. Because I've heard about it, yeah. but like I didn't get like a, a first person account. So I can't really say what is on there and what niggas is just exaggerating. So I'm going to catch yeah. you next week. We can talk about it. Okay, babe. Put that on the list. It's going down next week for sure. So, um... Before we get into the show, we want to definitely uh, take time to recognize Black History Month as two black folks here on the Cat vs. Dog Show and uh, highlight something real quick. Yes, um, Charles S.L. Baker, the creator of the heating radiator for residential homes. If you got a heater in your house, thank the black man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. It's been real cold out here in Cali lately. Man, we got Minnesota weather. They need to take that shit back. Minnesota, that's so extra. Now, is it has it been cold? Yes, Minnesota, stop. 
It snowed. Where? San Bernardino. Which is how far from LA for the people? Well, shit, about 60 miles, but I live five miles from where it snowed. Okay. I could have walked to the snow, and that shit don't make no damn. I live in the desert, what? and it was snowing. LA and Cali is one big desert any damn way. Yeah, but it snowed in the desert. It snowed right in those hills that you can see from your house. It was snow on them. I did see, like, okay, when you're driving around LA, you can see those, you know, snow on the caps on the mountains. I saw it, but I didn't. Wasn't no flurries in the hood. Hey, That's where shit, I'm it at. Was, it, was in the, it was in the 30s. <laughs> it was like 38, 39. We don't get that shit ever. No. If you don't believe in global warming, I really don't know what to tell you. It was global coding. You st- <laughs> that shit was global motherfucking freezing. It's, it's been really, really unusually cold here in L.A. than it ever has before. So yeah. we thank you, Charles L. Baker, for inventing the heater. And keeping us warm out here. Exactly, because I'm like, shit, of, of all the episodes we've recorded on video, I've had a fucking jacket on. Oh, that's true. That is true. This is my first time wearing a t-shirt on a fucking episode, which is wild. Because in California, I, I I didn't even have three coats in my closet. That's true. I bought like 10 of them bitches. I just bought this month. long sleeve shirt. Slot out. <laughs> Shout out to the Slauson Rhodium, <laughs> the Super Mall. I mean, the uh, the Swap Meet. I just bought this long sleeve shirt because I literally have three here. You just, you don't, you, we don't have winter clothes. Yeah, they don't even sell winter shit. I had to buy them all online. Damn. Target don't have winter shit. I will say that. Because it's here. I went in Target first looking for some shirts and they had swimsuits in that bitch. And I was like. Come on, Target. Don't let me down. I did buy a whole bunch of unnecessary ass shit while I was in there, but I mean, it's Target. Fuck Target. I hate Target. What? Why? Because of my wife. She loves Target. Shout out to the co-host wife. Yes. Target is the shit. It is shit. Why? You get everything you need there. Target will make you broke. You'll get everything you don't need because Target convinces you that you need it. Does Target convince you that you need it? Yeah. Or do you go in there and be like, damn, this shit's so dope. I need this. Exactly. That's what you tell yourself. It's the environment. Target is like, man, I know I know you need this shit. And then you get home and you're like, damn, I got three of these motherfuckers. Oh, no. I don't buy shit I already need. I buy shit that I don't need that I don't have. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. You don't be needing it. Whatever. I you feel don't. like I feel like in my mind I need this mm, shit. You probably got a, a house full of shit that you like. I ain't even touched this motherfucker. I bought it at Target like three months ago. I ain't used this fucking slicer, dicer. I use all my fuck. all the tools, all my little fancy ass bullshit yeah, that I bought once. That's good enough for me. Exactly. You you, <laughs> you know and spend some money what, what on shit. What Drake say? All I need to hear is once. Say you used it one time is and fine now that for shit me. Is sitting. Fuck Target. I'm good. So we're going to get right into today. We're talking about P's, Q's, and these damn kids. So I I immediately hit my co-host when I seen this video, and that's going to open the floor for our first topic. And I don't know if you've seen it, but I'll describe it to the viewers. It's J. Cole, I guess, meeting or speaking to um, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union at the game. He daps up D-Wade. And then daps up Gabrielle Union. And I'm like, that is not the proper way 
to greet a woman, whether that's your homeboy's gal or not. And so that first one is what's the proper way to greet your homeboy or homegirl's significant other? It depends on how she opens up the greeting. Okay. Like if she puts her hand out for a handshake, I'll shake her hand. Right. Or if she like, you know, do the little thing like she want to hug, then I'll hug her. Mm -hmm. But it usually depends on her because, you know, he dapped her up out of respect. Is that out of respect? Hell yeah. It's awkward. Not really. It is because when I talked to the homegirl bar, she brought up a very point. She was like, it's more suspicious that you would dap a female. Females don't dap. A, I don't even know females who dap other dudes. Well, he might dap females where he from. Jack Cole is originally from what? South Carolina and North then moved Carolina. North Carolina and then moved to New York. Ain't nobody dapping in the South. But in New York, they be dapping. Yeah. Oh, okay. In New York, they, <laughs> they talk like battle rappers. Females call call each other son in New York. Okay. So is is that the excuse we're giving him then? Yeah, right, hold on. I'm shooting that nigga some bail, and I ain't even a J Cole fan. I love J Cole. He makes great lullabies. We're not gonna disrespect an amazing lyricist like that, but I love J Cole. But I I just wouldn't want a man to dab me up. But I think a lot of people feel like that's okay, or that that keeps you above suspicion. But if you you keep yourself above suspicion, you don't have to dab me up or lightly touch my fingers or whatever the hell it was he did it looked weird he, he gave her dab he was like yeah you know you know on the black hand side no, I, I don't like even think shit. it was all that it was like a one like a yeah pound. it was like a, a a shake and a snap yes but like they was doing a drug deal yeah like ah take this real quick it was out, out of my respect <laughs> he didn't know how she wanted to be greeted she probably just it's stood Gabrielle up and he was Union. like well shit I guess I go ahead and give it a you know the quick bang bang Nah. Because it, it depends on how she put her hand up. It look weird. I wouldn't even, even, I feel like if a, if, if you're a man and a woman sticks her hand out like on some dab shit, just shake her hand as respect out of a woman. Like if I, I'm trying to think. Gently. Gently. Don't squeeze her hand like it's a, 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 a deal. Oh, my nigga, don't do like that. You, like you just bought a car or some shit like that. Like give her that. Stiff shit you give to. But don't get at I hate when niggas put their hand in my hand and then it be limp. Ew. That's gross. So you want it to be, be, be a be firm, firm man. A little bit. Yes. Grip the hand. It's okay. You don't have, have to squeeze it to death. testosterone about yourself, nigga. Yeah. Please. Please have some testosterone about yourself. Damn, I just learned something. Because I, I probably do be doing some limp shit like, hey, I, there you go. I'm mm -mm. sure do that. Yeah, nigga, I, I just Why? gently touch her shit and give it a little baby shake. Yeah. I don't know, maybe because I'm a strong female, and I'm not saying I need well, a strong if, if you, handshake. If you grip my shit, I might grip it back. Like, hold on, nigga. I have had men do me like that, though. They be like, hold oh, on. first handshake oh, there, okay, you motherfucker. All right, Robert. But it's <laughs> Why do women have to have a weak handshake? They don't have to have a weak handshake, but usually if they just put their hand out, because, like, a lot of females, like, a lot of times with a female who's not in a relationship, like mm -hmm. they want you to kiss their hand, like they put their hand out. Hey. You niggas don't even want to take bitches on dates, but y'all out here kissing the hand? Some niggas. I don't. It depends on, like, cause if I come into a situation where I meet a female, like I might do that shit on some, some GQ player shit. If but, I do this shit to a nigga, I'm being an asshole. This is me being, if I stick my hand out for you to kiss it, 
I probably don't really respect you. <laughs> Damn. I'm not That's doing that up. shit. It's 2019. I don't want, and I don't know you. Why would I want you to put your lips on my hands? But you'll kiss somebody on a date. I know this person. I'm not going on no dates with no niggas I don't know. So, yeah. So, if the dude knows you and he try to kiss your hand, then. But, like, why? Why? We, it's, it's not, we're not the royal court of Breckenstock. But why you're are a you queen. kissing my hand? I am a queen, but treat me as such. You don't gotta. By kissing your hand, queen. Mm-mm. No, I don't want it. Don't kiss my hand. Don't do that. Don't kiss no lady's hands. Like, if, if a bitch do this shit, slap that shit down. Bitch, what are you doing? Put your fucking That's hands down and, sh- and shake my hand. Smack. I would rather bitch. you hu- hug. Give a greet with a hug. I greet with hugs. So, what I What about the booty squeeze hug? What? When you hug somebody and you squeeze their butt cheeks. This must be my nigga. Alright. <laughs> Shit. I'm not letting a random man in my, in squeeze my, my butt. In my single days, you squeeze. Yeah, I squeezed a lot of butt cheeks of women that were your lady. No, random women. Yeah, and they allowed it. Yeah, you do what you want when you're popping. Oh well, guess I ain't popping out here, if, y'all. If, if, <laughs> if, if they choosing, yeah. No, like if I'm dating if, if, you, if, yes. no. If they give me some choosing energy. What's choosing energy? Ooh. You know what choosing energy is? We need is? a vocabulary for the show. Choosing. You choosing know what choosing en- is? No, that, no. Choosing energy. I got energy. that from, south, from southern niggas. What's choosing energy? Basically choosing. Like when they when they give you that look and, you know, they giving you that little little vibe. Yeah, I can give a nigga a vibe with my eyes. That don't mean whole grab my ass, though. You, I get, give a nigga an inch, he want to take a mile. No. They give you that grab my ass vibe. Nigga, the only grab my ass vibe would be for me to say, grab my ass. Like, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, I done, I done got some, some grab my booty vibes before. And I done grabbed the booty and they was completely with it. Now, some, you know the difference between somebody who's with it and who, somebody who's not. Right. But I nine times, out, like nine times, out of, oh no, I ain't gonna say nine. A hundred times out of a hundred, I've been correct. I mean, as a man, you should be able to sense and feel those things out. So I give you that for sure, especially attractive men. Like you get enough time to engage with women so you know what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah, because ugly niggas don't try. Sorry, dog. If he's hands ugly. If you hands ugly and you dress well and you smell good. And you smell Yeah, go ahead and do your shit. If you mm-hmm. smell good. If you smell good. Dress well and you're funny. Yeah, nigga, you, you can go, go ahead and try that. But you if you... If you socially awkward, keep your hands above the waist because you might get headbutted or slapped. No, yeah, no. Don't do it. She gonna she gonna inflict physical violence towards you, player. Hell yeah. What are you doing? And I just feel like that violates the boundaries. Yeah. Men know when it's okay to Grab that ass. Grab that ass. It, that that's several dates in over here. That's that's not Yeah, some outside. females ain't with the ass grab and you you know those types, but I'm with it. I'm just saying we got to build a rapport. Oh, yeah. Can we get to know one another? Yeah, but some strangers, I'd be like, yeah. Oh, no. Okay, well, if if, if if we're talking about etiquette and that not being proper, what's what's the proper way to slide in somebody's DMs then? With a, a, a nice greeting. And it also depends on the, the reason you're sliding in the DM. A lot of times you got to make your... 
your intentions as well as the reason that you're in there known. Okay, give me an example. What do you mean? Like, if you liked a bunch of my pictures, then I'm like, okay, y'all, I, I seen you. You, you oh, noticing okay. me a little bit. You okay. liked a couple of selfies. I'm going to okay. let you know that that's why I'm here. Okay. Like, not just, hey, what's up? Okay. You know, because I've had, you know, my DM slid in with an HI, and I'm like, I should block this person. Why? Girls don't know what to say. Fuck you mean, hi. Hi, she's she's initiating the conversation. Now it's it's now it's your time to respond and say, Hey gorgeous, how are you? She just sent you the hi. That's just to initiate. That's the plug. That's uh, uh, she reeled you in. She didn't reel me in. I'm just saying she Not put the bait out there. I need some effort. Now I'm niggas want effort. I need Do at least three this? characters. No. Okay, I'm, so she I'm said not- she- excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Niggas, I'm that nigga. So she sent a hi and an emoji. Because bitches love to send emojis. Yeah, I'll take an emoji. But just H-I? No. H-I is the greeting equivalent of a K. If you (sighs) reply K ever, you getting blocked. Oh, shit. That's terrible etiquette. Is it? You need your ass with I do K. K all the time. No. I'm busy. K is lazy. K means I heard you. Okay. No. I don't See, have time fuck, to text all. I don't got time to reply to Kay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All of these rules, I don't, I don't, I'm always leery of men when they slide in my DMs. You should I be. never, like, take, this person could probably be a really great guy and a really great person, but I never, like, I'm hella short and I'm hella dry. You hella short. Like, short, like, yes, Yeah, you no, sure the fuck ain't Kay. short. This nigga <laughs> jokes. Already. She is like six seven, ladies I'm and gentlemen. Five, she ten. is far from short. Five ten. She not five ten. <laughs> I am. He's just she mad dunk because a somebody told him that he was tall and he realized that he's she, short out here. She could dunk a basketball. She I ain't short. I definitely cannot. Don't be mad because your torso medium. <laughs> but my legs <laughs> long. Can I get a D? But they not. My legs though. long though. They not. Shit, your I'm, arms long, but you you, you can not, reach you, across this table and touch fight. the front door. You can too. Your <laughs> arms longer than mine. <laughs> Classy lady out here. <laughs> I'm well built. Okay, stopped. But, anyway, yeah, but yeah, when when you slide into a person's DMs, you should make your 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 reasoning clear. I would appreciate because some would do people that. like sometimes a, a motherfucker might slide in your DMs just to be nice. Like, oh, you know, that was a really nice shirt you had on. I just yeah. wanted to let you know you had a really nice shirt on. And keep it fucking pushing. Exactly. And I never want to read into, oh, I'm everybody's type, type ass shit when a guy comes in my DMs. But I'm thinking, too, though, if you took the time to send me a whole private message, because you could just comment that on the picture. Oh, dope shirt. Like, you know, boom, boom, boom. But you sending it privately. Because a lot of these niggas else. who be in comments look corny as fuck. Why? Commenting, 
thirsty shit is a no, no in all capital letters. Nigga, if you got something thirsty to say, never say it in comments, ever. Here's my thing. I hate when a nigga who I'm not giving no energy to, no, I made it very clear, and then he come and do some thirsty shit, and it makes other people think, oh, this must be somebody. Thirsty exactly. niggas is they know what they're doing. It's not about them getting your attention. It's about like I feel like that's their way of like pissing on a fire hydrant, like how a dog does and yeah. claiming his territory. Don't, don't don't tell Instagram I was glad to see you yesterday. Why? I like those. Hey that's, Shanika. That's pissing on a fire hydrant. You do you like those from niggas who ain't who you ain't gave no rhythm to? You and this nigga ain't got no type of sexual chemistry. That and that lets, nigga's like, that lets oh, yeah, people I, had a, know. I had a great time with you yesterday, CJ. It, it would insinuate that we went out on a date. Precisely. And you said you like that. Do you? But if we didn't go out on a date, why would he say that? Pissing on a fire hydrant. You can't. Okay, here's my thing, though. You can't lie now. But if he said he had a great time with you, but y'all just saw each other at the gym, then what? Then I'm going to respond with, oh, good to see you at the gym, too. I'm going to make it very clear. <laughs> I got you, my nigga. I see what you're doing. I'm going to cancel that shit out time. Yeah, because motherfuckers will try to, you know, play that shit like yeah. it's something that it ain't. And, you know, like I said, that, that thirsty comment shit, that, that shit is weak. Like, I hate when motherfuckers do that shit. And it's it's it sucks to see as a dude. Like, the video that I made on Instagram a while back. Yeah. Like, telling females, check their DM. She saw that shit, nigga. She just don't want to reply to your bum ass. Yeah, I have a couple of people. If you got to tell somebody to check their DM, you might as well block yourself. Why would you tell? I hate when people do that shit and we're texting. Like, do you see my messages? Yeah, nigga, I see them. I'm busy. They text you and tell you that they DM you? No, well, I've had that happen or I've had someone like they're texting me. I didn't respond. And then they go on to be like, uh, I text you. I'm texting you. Do you see this? Motherfucker, I, 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 I'll get time when I get time. You heard it straight from the man's voice. Because clearly when I say it, it's not good enough. So there you go. So the so proper DM etiquette is state your intention. And this is for men and for women. Yeah. State your intention don't on, say on why you're here. Don't say hi. Don't say, say hi. I'm okay with hi if you hit the emoji. Something. Oh, no, no. If you hi me, I probably won't respond to that Exactly. Either. Let me think about that. Can the people get a, a, a live etiquette of sliding somebody DM? Like, what would you text from a, from a, a male point of view and a woman's point of view? Like, what would I say? Yeah, you I'm not saying nothing. Because I just don't believe that women should be out here approaching me. And so I'm definitely not. I don't like your pictures. Don't listen. But then, no, because then I don't know. Does How many pictures is is indicating to someone that you like them? Four. Four or more says, I'm trying to get your attention. Because I'll have yeah. somebody come through and do like 16 on them hoes. What the fuck am I supposed to say to you? Say, damn, nigga, what you want to shout out or something, nigga? You want me to screenshot this shit and shout you out, you bum-ass weirdo? It's, it's, I'm yeah. not calling these Call people weirdos. Call a weirdo. If that nigga <laughs> likes 16 of your pictures in a row, say, nigga, what the fuck are you? Slide he his DM and say, what the fuck is that about? No, no, I'm not going to do that. I if that will. man want to come on my page and like 16 shit. pictures, like 16 pictures. But I have gone to a nigga page or been scrolling and seen a nigga I like, and I'm like, one, two, three. That's cool. Okay. 
Now, if, if I get a if message you go back, like a couple, that'll get some attention. But if you go like back, 16, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You go back too far. Oh, I nev- yeah, no, yeah. I never go to. If you, <laughs> if when a nigga likes pictures God, after damn. 30 weeks, weirdo. Yeah. Weirdo. But that, my thing is, is it, are you really a weirdo, though? Because what are the pictures there for? If that motherfucker's from 79 weeks ago. Okay, they're still there. They're there for looking. What the fuck are you scrolling that far on my page for? Because you have them here for me to look at. So you just scrolling and scrolling. You spent 10 minutes just on my page. I'm just saying. Make I'm a, just... For, for a female that's on your page, she might be digging the kicks. You keep us updated on the kicks. So she might be scrolling like, oh, them don't. Go back some more. So yeah, does see, that make you a legitimate weirdo for you have it up? But see, like my page is shoes and shit. Like if it was just selfies of me, I was oh, looking okay. the same that whole yeah, I goddamn time. I, I, it it was no new look. Yeah, like I, 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 don't, I don't got that many different hats to wear. Yeah. I don't have that many looks I'm hitting them with. <laughs> so no, motherfucker, if you go back that far on my shit, I'm be like, this bitch weird as shit. My homegirl say 40 weeks weirdo. You go past 40 weeks, you're a weirdo. Yeah. It depends on how, how often you post. 40 weeks? Because some it's people only 52 might, weeks in a I year. I know, but I'm saying some people might only post every now and then. So you can scroll three, three, so you can just be like, and, and be you done. can get kind of far. But if I got 10,000 posts and you done went through a thousand of them bitches, yeah, you weird much. as fuck. <sighs> and, uh, I don't think it's weird. But if if I post a lot and you going through all my shit, you weird. Like it's I've there had people for like, you to look at. Yeah, but I'm saying like like my personal page, me. I yes. have a lot of memes and shit. You do and shoes and shit. But, oh, so if you going, you like okay, this nigga got hella memes, and you looking for a selfie, yes. then for sure. Because if you find a selfie of me, I'm gonna assume you weird. Because I don't post them bitches, but once every long time. Let me let me put the guys too on game. So I'm glad you brought that up. When niggas, if I go to a nigga page. And all I see is me, 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 me. I'm off top. This nigga's a weirdo. I'm weird as fuck. This nigga's a weirdo. That's why I'm like, me and my homegirl talked about that the other day. You, the weirdest niggas have nothing but memes and no pictures of themselves. Watch out, ladies. But no. Or they be ugly. I have seen niggas with like one tooth right here in the front. Uh, mm -mm. Yeah, we ugly as fuck out here in the meme community. You just like bullshit ass, (laughs) fucked up ass me. I got a fucked up sense of humor and I got a wife. So all that that selfie shit ain't cracking no more. I can't be out here thoughting online. Please don't. I I, I, I don't want nobody to thought online. No, if you single, get your thought on. Especially the thoughts. Thoughts. Let your thought flag fly. So we is is thought the new word that so that you don't say hoes, hoes too. Okay, what's the difference between a hoe and a thought? The same, right? No, hoes get paid. No, it's bitches get paid, hoes get laid. What? No, hoes get paid, bitches get laid. Somebody check it and, and text us because I thought no. it was the other way around. Hoes get paid. Whore. Prostitute hoe, hoes get paid, bitches yeah. get laid. Bitches ain't shit. Oh, okay. But hoes and tricks. Hoes are they bitches, fr- but they all favorite the bitches shit ain't hoes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Dr. Dre. No, Damn. the other Snoop one. Dog. No. Damn. Who the hell are you Bitch. Why you got to say it like short? Yeah. Too short. There you go. That's, oh my God. Yeah, too short. He's a legend. Yes, he is a legend. I, I agree with you on that. So. That's all we make out here is goddamn legends. One day we're going to do a whole music 
episode for y'all, and it's going to be vicious because I'm straight yeah. out the H, and he's straight out here, and it's, it's going to be vicious. Tune it in is. for that. Tune, I can't wait. Because the greatest all come from out here. So I came to my co-host, and I was like, Aunt, like, we bring two different perspectives because he's married with kids, and I'm divorced with a child. And so that brings a different perspective. So I'm, I wanted to talk about when, when do you introduce? And, and, and I want your hypothetical opinion, too. It, you know, when is a good time to introduce kids to someone that you're dating? What would you advise a single mom or dad? Um, when you feel like the person that you're dating is possibly going to be permanent. So wait all the way up until you feel like the, the person is going to be around for the long call. Like yes. you're looking at this person as marriage material. Yes. Okay. Because if, if you just fucking them, mm -hmm. you don't want to be introducing your kids to the, the next motherfucker and the next motherfucker and the next motherfucker. Facts. I like, agree with that. You know, if this, this is Johnny, this is Ray, this is Joshua, this is Martin, this Ladies is Billy. Ladies do that though. Yeah, they, they do. do that. And that's not right. No, it's not. I feel like here's here's my take on it. You're definitely going to have to introduce your child to whoever you're dating. But I feel like it's it's difficult for me because I don't think you should wait all the way up in time up until the point where we're thinking about getting married. If I feel like me and this person have decided to be exclusive and just be with one another, because some of you you meet somebody. You're dating, you're filling them out, you're seeing some people just don't even get out of this dating bracket. So if we're just dating, no, I'm not going to introduce you to my son but at that's all. What I'm saying. Cause a lot of people like put it this way. You shouldn't in, you shouldn't introduce your kids to the person you're dating. If you don't think that your kids are going to remember their name. What do you mean? If you're not going to be with that motherfucker long enough for your kids to even remember their fucking name. Oh, yeah, no, then don't you, do that. you shouldn't introduce them to your kids. Like, I know motherfuckers who, you know, like you said, exclusive. Mm -hmm. Some people feel like after fucking two or three times, they exclusive. Oh. You might feel like it's exclusive, and this motherfucker don't even feel but like that's it's what I'm exclusive. Saying. The conversation needs to be had on both ends. Yeah. I feel like whoever has the kid needs to have a conversation with, with that person. Like, I'm thinking about introducing you to my child. And if that, and I'll say for me, I would prefer to date someone who has kids because it's certain things that I don't then have to explain to you or get, try to get you to see the value of because you already know because you have kids. But I meet a lot of guys and have dated guys who don't have kids who are very open to the idea of dating someone with kids. And now it's 2019. Most people do yeah, And it's going to be hard kids. to find a motherfucker with no kids. Yes and no. I have a homegirl. She's on her shit. Um, just purchased a house, and she feels like that too. She has this like, but I when I before I had my son, I dated men with kids, but I never really took them serious because I wanted to be the first. I was selfish in that way. I did not want to. I wanted, and, and I, yeah, it, not even it wasn't being a stepmama. What happened was I was dating a guy who had a son already. And then we had a slip up where I thought I was pregnant. And he was so nonchalant. He was like, you'll be all right. I'm nervous. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, this is my first time. I was excited. I had 
just a ton of feelings. And for him to be so nonchalant, that let me know. I was like, no, I want this to be with someone who's going to be just as excited but I as I am. Nonchalant. Like, I was excited. Just because you an asshole. Uh, yeah, I was excited when my wife was pregnant, but I was cool about it. Yeah, no, I need you to be pumped. My husband, we were pumped and lost and it's excited together. Like, period. I didn't, I mean, and, don't, and that's not to say that a person who's had kids can't be excited. I'm sure there's guys who, and women who are excited every time, as you should, because every time is different. But, yeah, I, kept I, don't, I don't want that. I think you should introduce, I don't know, like I said, when, when you're exclusive with that person because you don't know. Like the one person that my son has met, he was four. And they and my son's nine now. And they still and me and this person are no longer together and they still communicate. But that's what I mean. Like it gotta be if you're gonna introduce him, it gotta be somebody who you feel like this is somebody who I want to introduce my kids yeah. to. Like some motherfuckers, whoever they fucking no, that's don't my do son. That. No, let's go to the room. Cause it, what you're doing though is you're perpetuating this type of cycle for your child, and you're telling your Let, child that you're a hoe. Ladies, you are your first, your child's first example of a woman. Whether you have a son or whether you have a daughter, the things that you do are the patterns that your child will pick up. So be mindful. Even if I know a homegirl, she don't introduce them, but like they'll come over to the house, right? And then they'll go out to the bathroom and the child sees them. Exactly. So they're not introduced, but your child still yeah, exactly. sees these they niggas see that in your house. Here Ladies, on. that's the same shit. Oh, yeah, because T3 not, saying. Not, if her having somebody, what, what she say? He's saying these bitches break up with a nigga and get a new nigga ASAP. Got the new nigga sleeping in the bed with her and the baby. Oh, no. That's, I've that's, seen it. That's not okay. Yeah, I've seen it. What? You got to hit that motherfucker like this for her. I know, right? But I can't even see that. But yeah, like motherfuckers be doing like silly shit when it comes to, you know, like having a child and their etiquette with dating with having a child. Like they they introduce the motherfuckers way too early Mm -hmm. to their kids. And some motherfuckers, like like I said, there's people who don't have no discretion about their shit. Right. Like, I'm not saying that your kids should never know who you're dating or if you're dating, but they should, you know, you should have some type of respect for your child to know, like, okay, this, this motherfucker not worth meeting my kid. Exactly. And some motherfuckers will be offended that you won't introduce them to the kids. Yes. But in I've the had words men of young way. Dolomite, fuck them motherfuckers. I've had men who've gotten upset because I'm like, they be like, well, what's, the, why can't I come over? I tell nigga quick, this Bailey house. This not this, and he don't pay no bills. But you can't come here. Period. Yeah. Point blank. You're not to that level. You're not to that point. So, and if you don't understand that, then you just don't understand that. I'm not. That's that's one thing. I'm not even gonna argue about or have any quarrels about because it's my son, and I have more respect for him than I may of you at that time. Yeah. So fuck you. Kenneth. Kenneth. Okay. So bet you found somebody. Y'all get married. Everything's A1. Can that person, can the step-parent whoop that child? Um, It depends on if the parent is alive and basically like what, what their relationship is with the kid and as well as the the step-parent. Because like I had a stepdad. Mm-hmm. So if that nigga whoop me, you know, that's my stepdad. Because it, it's like. When some, did he come in? How old were you? 
seven. Okay. So yeah, he's been there so, for a yeah, minute. Exactly. So okay. he had tenure. Like it, it takes tenure. Like if you've been around five, six years, mm-hmm. if the kid looks at you in a parent capacity, mm-hmm. then yeah. But if you just like, you know, cause some motherfuckers like, nigga, ain't my fucking daddy. Fuck out of here, nigga. Yeah. You know, it, it, it comes with the relationship that you have with the kid. So let's say a child says that to the step parent, but that parent is paying the bills and, and being there, being a good person. I BKS. feel like he should still have the right to check that child. Yeah, it depends, you know, cause like I said, it, it depends on the relationship, you know, it's cause you as the mother mm. have to have a conversation with him as the stepfather and vice versa, depending on the sex as well as the other parent that's not in the relationship. You know, because I think they should have some say so too. Like if me and my wife get a divorce and there's some nigga that she with and they've been together, even if they've been together eight, nine years, like you're an active dad though. Exactly. But that's what I mean. If they, if they have an active parent, Mm -hmm. then I might not want this dude beating my kid's ass and I'm bring them to me. Right. Like, come on over. I'll fuck them up. Don't even, don't touch my kids. So if if the other parent is not active, if your, you know, your new husband is more active than his father or, you know, just in closer proximity Mm -hmm. and they got that type of relationship there for sure. Because I've whooped another nigga's son's ass Mm -hmm. as a stepfather. But, you know, when I met the girl, the little nigga was like two and I was with her until he was like six. Yeah, that's it. it you've been around. Yeah. Yeah. So he considered me a father, even though he didn't call me daddy and no shit like that. But, you know, I was the motherfucker who taught him how to walk, talk, drink out of a fucking that's daddy. bottle in a cup. That's so, daddy. Yeah. So I was able to whoop his ass. But if I was just a nigga fucking his mama. Then no. Then fuck no, nigga. You know, you brought up a point that I didn't even think about where it's like, would I be comfortable I don't think I would be comfortable. I want someone to discipline my child because his father isn't around, but I don't know if I would be comfortable disciplining, physically disciplining my new husband's son or daughter, especially a little girl. Yeah. I don't, I, I get like, and it's crazy because I've had guys before be like, you know, I talk about these things and that's another thing. Men, women talk about these types of things when you're dating someone so that it's not such a issue if you do make it to that point. And they was like, I'll just leave that in your hands. And I feel like that's going to undermine the man. If you meet a girl who has kids and and you're not willing to stand firm or discipline them or she doesn't allow you to it undermines you in a lot of ways. And I feel like it's going to be hard Mm. as that child gets older to respect you. And they are going to try you, especially because you're just in the household and period. They're going to get the feeling they self. And if they don't have that respect for you, I feel like it's even more for a nigga to come from the outside and take care of some kids. That's not him or not theirs. That's, that's commendable beyond. Yeah. And you know, kids is big with the, you ain't my daddy. They love yeah. that shit. That's their favorite line. But again, you got to, if you're in the capacity of, nigga, I pay the bills in this motherfucker. Yes. Nigga, I done been around you when your damn daddy wasn't. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I pay for your school clothes. Yeah. I did this. I did that. I did that. I'm going to beat your ass. And ladies, open your, I feel like too, sometimes it's the mamas. Now don't touch my baby boy. Don't, we enable 
our our young boys and we enable this kind of behavior don't if, if you don't feel like this man number one is the type of man that you would want your children to walk after not idolize but be a good role model too yeah, then to you don't need to have this nigga around all day yeah, the male like, figure in your child's yeah, life but like Nikita said do you still be in the child life after y'all break up it's very tough so when we first broke up i i think i did put some distance but like if my son has like a a big karate tournament or uh, something going on at school, like a recital, then he will come to support that. But they don't talk on the phone as often as they used to, and it's definitely dwindled down over the years. But, you know, he's known him, again, like I said, since he was three, almost four. So now that he's gotten a little older, he definitely understands more that, you know, we're no longer dating and that we are still really good friends and that, if he wanted to reach out and call him, like if he says, Mama, I want to talk to such and such, I'll give the phone to him and let him call him and, and they talk. But that it's tough because it's like, you know, I've never and I've talked to him about it. I don't want to put that burden on him because he's not his son. But he's the type of guy who feels like I built this rapport. I knew what I was getting into when I met you. So I'm OK with it. It's not an issue. Like every year his his birthday just passed. He called him. They was on the phone wishing each other happy birthday the whole nine. So, you know, you just have to find somebody with a like-minded mindset and then who understands, like, it's kids. Even if y'all don't work out, you don't punish the kid. Yeah, because I've done it, like, in the time that I spent as a stepfather to little homie. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, it was probably, like, two, three years after our relationship was up. I was still, like, buying them birthday gifts mm-hmm. and Christmas shit and, you know, every now and then check on them and all that. Yeah. But it, it also depends on what's going on in your life. Because after I got into a relationship, I'm like, yeah, y'all gonna have to find a new daddy for little homie. Cause yeah. I got shit going on. And, nigga, I can't be doing this. And I got a whole ass girlfriend now. Like, And I'm respectful of that, too. You know, I don't. I don't know what's going on in his personal life. Like we don't talk about that on on either end. So if I didn't hear from him, I wouldn't, you know, hit him up like, Oh, Bailey, one of this, 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 no ladies don't do that. Like if he moves on and meets somebody else, then you just have to understand that that's over and done period, period. So it work out. You with the person, then y'all get a divorce. Should the woman pay child support? If the child lives with, the man yes i agree yeah like i, that, I that can't shit, argue yeah, with that it, one it ain't no fucking um, I can't. ain't no sex on you know helping the fucking kid out. yeah like you know especially if it's a situation where she, you know just like just turn the, the roles around and she makes more money but he has more time yes i'm gonna need you to kick the fuck in like this dude might not make as much as she makes like you know in the black community women have a higher earning potential than men true so if she's somewhere fucking ceo and he's somewhere you know fucking working at you know whatever the fuck just some regular little nine to five that ain't really making no hell of a gang of money but he has time to be in the child's life then yeah she should kick in Wait, no. So you're saying if she makes more and he makes less, where does the child live? A lot of times with him because if she... No, no, in this scenario. Yeah, with him. Oh, okay, then yes. Yeah, that's still what I mean. pay. Who yes. the child stays with, the other parent yeah. pays the child support. Okay. Like, I'm, if, even if, if he's rich. With, 
Huh? Let's say the dad is rich, the dad have full custody, and the mama don't. Like, she makes the bullshit job. I still feel like you should pay because that's how the system is set up now. You have women who are making good money and a guy who doesn't make as much and they still have to pay child support Which because you're an absent per- Exactly. So it's bullshit. So I'm saying vice versa. But, because if you were in the household, you would still contribute. Yeah, but see, that's that's what I'm not really a fan of as far as the court system in general when it comes to these type of situations. Mm-hmm. Because if the child is financially taken care of, then the parent who has less money, they should just, you know, visit more or something like you should have a presence in your child's life more than financial especially if the child is financially taken care of right like you don't need my little four hundred dollars a month yeah so it's like motherfucker just let me pick the kid up more because i probably have more free time on my hands to spend with the child so just be there yeah you know like it should be visits and shit that is your form of child support. Well, they, it, it, I well, I don't know about all states, but I know in tech in California, they take that into consideration. Like if your percentage of spending time with the child is at like 40 or 50 or a high number, you pay less. But if your percentage is at like nine, 10% and you gone, then you pay more. So that's yeah. how, that's the scale for out here. And then also, you know, what you make goes into it. And I feel like here's the tricky thing with what you make. Niggas will lie. And not just, when I say niggas, females and males will lie about the income that they're receiving so that they do have to pay less. I asked my son's for 500, knowing this nigga making nine, eight, nine racks at the time a month. I was like, fam, just send me 500 every month. We good. Cause he was sending what he felt when he wanted to, yeah, and right. that wasn't good. Yeah, see, like me, I'm I'm not a fan of the, the the court shit. Period. Like I don't like to put another motherfucker, especially depending on if if they they not really privy to the the information as far as what's going on between you and your mate. True. So like how you were saying, like, oh, you should put yourself on child support. I'm like, yeah, it's a good <laughs> idea in theory. But then, you know, if me and you, we already straight with the agreement that we have. I put this motherfucker into it, and now he taking more than what's needed. He might feel like, oh, nigga, well, shit, you made good money. So right. I'm going to go ahead and whack the fuck out you. No, I agree. If you and and the person's father can come up with the agreement, by all means, don't get the courts involved. Because, first of all, that, that shit ain't set up for us to win. No way. And it's always not. They say it's about the child. But it's really not. No. So, no. But I'm saying for a man, if you know you're dealing with a vindictive female or a female who keeps throwing that in your face or waving it in your face, like, oh, my nigga, if you don't do this, I'm going to put you on child support. Talk if you don't judge, do nigga. that, yeah, I'm going to put you on this. Then t- get your ass up and go down to your local county courthouse or wherever and put yourself and take that power away from her. Because I have seen multiple times where when the male initiates it, it typically always goes in his favor. I'm saying in those cases, yeah, and when go you do, do that, it yourself. Speak to a legal professional before you take it to the courts. Talk to yeah, a lawyer. For sure. And But they have all that down there. But a lot of times, niggas rather just sit up, talk bad about the female, say negative this, this, and this. But that's not changing the situation, nor is that getting you time with your child. And I get it. It can be frustrating to deal with someone who is vindictive, using the child as a pawn, whatever the case may be. But if if that's not the case, 
then y'all work it out between yourselves. My situation, I I came to him. I was like, let's do this. He didn't want to do that. I waited till maybe B was three, almost four. Then I went and did it. And he was out. I was all kind of bitches and hoes and ladies. Prepare yourselves. That's fine. We we a one now though. Like we're like best friends now. Yeah. But it took us to go through all this bullshit to get to this point. And you're right. The judge was like, "Oh my nigga, you making this a fifty for you?" Yeah, exactly. The the judge is gonna kick you in your ass. So if you should have just gave your girl a yeah, If if you getting if you get put in a situation with a female like that, like you know, it, like say y'all sitting at the negotiation table mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're like this is the number that i want and he's like i'm not comfortable with that number then y'all try to come to a fucking uh understanding but nigga don't try to run off on the plug because <laughs> it ain't nothing for her to run off to the judge and you going to lose my nigga so if y'all do disagree and y'all can't come up with the number then yeah nigga you won't have to beat her to the courtroom because she will go so you should try to beat her, nigga. Run that day. Once y'all get done, and you like, yeah, this this bitch is. She, we we cannot come to an agreement. Then yeah, nigga, you go talk to the judge first. Yeah. Because whoever gets to the judge first gonna get the money. I don't know about that. I will say they did everything to accommodate him. Everything. I and uh, Cali is different. I don't know. They did everything. They like he couldn't come. So they set up a conference, one of them fancy-ass conference things, so that he could be there. I, I literally said two words other than good morning, judge, when I got there. They let him talk, she talked, they talked, and then she just made her decision. That nigga won the child support lottery then, because I know some niggas got hung up. No, he didn't nuts. win, because she still was like 850. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's matching, but I'm just saying, though. Like, and oh. Sometimes, you know, the judge and hang your ass. Like True, true. True, and that's what I'm saying. It, it it would be better, like I said, from and that's why we're going in this order, guys. So, have this conversation so you try to not end up in these situations having to go to court with somebody. Because there are tons of black couples who work things out daily. The yeah. society and the media have you believing that oh, every black person is in the court and we can't co-parent together. It's very possible. You have to take your feelings out of it, though. I know that, and you have to make sure that the child is the priority. That's that's one and two, period. Yeah, when y'all go to 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 make this negotiation have a an objective moderator with y'all. I agree. Somebody who could say, Well, um, you know, you should be doing this and you should be doing this because emotionally, yeah, you're gonna be like, fuck this bitch. A lot of times y'all motherfuckers gonna be negotiating and the child is not even gonna be in the conversation. You're gonna be so mad at the person that you are Why? You're gonna try to short them. Emotions. Me, men do that. I feel like y'all, y'all get in y'all feelings. Women do that too. Men do that. Y'all get up in y'all feelings, and when then y'all get tight too. with that bread. Yeah, and some females will get in their feelings and get a little loose with a nigga's bread. When you, what do you mean loose with the bread? They feel like they deserve more than a lot of times they do oh. because they know a nigga got some cheese. Ask Khalees. When that nigga Nas close the deal, she yeah. runs to the courts and says, I need more money. I'm sure she's getting a big old fat ass check from that nigga. But every time he, he get on TMZ and they like, Nas just got another $5 million or something, something. She like, uh, yeah, we're going to need a piece of that. Even though I'm sure she's very well taken care of. Yeah, I'm sure she's well because taken care out of spite, she will pat that nigga's pockets. Mm. And that's what I mean. E- emotionally, a dude to try to short you and a woman to try to take more, even though she know that the child is well taken care of. 
out of just, you know, fuck this nigga. This nigga just put some 24s on his goddamn cutlass. I need more money. If you're dealing with a bitter bitch or a bitter nigga, pray for them. Like, real talk. It sounds like, oh, that's really not no advice. That's not helpful. But you have to not engage that kind of shit. Like, I'm, like I feel like Nas is the perfect example because every time you do this, you don't never really hear him replying. You don't never hear him going to social media and bashing her. You don't never hear him doing none of that shit. So that's the mindset you have to take if you want to move forward and you really not tripping about that kind of shit. Because had he not gave the money, had the ju- guess what? My son was going to be taken care of regardless. He was not going to want for shit regardless. And I feel like that's the mindset with a lot of moms too is like to not even go and ask for child support. Like my mama was on my ass. She was like, you need to go down here. You need to do this. I had friends in my ear. You need to go. You need to do this. And I was like, I don't want to have to make you like, that's all it is. Especially why do I have to go get a white man down at the courthouse to make you do what you're supposed to do? Men find you a CJ. (laughs) Bust no nuts in no broke ass bitches. Bust a nut in somebody who got it. Or just gonna make it happen. Like, my If she's broke, she's not gonna make it happen. (laughs) So don't bust no nut in somebody who's not gonna make it happen. That is fucking stupid. I'm moderate. I got a moderate amount of money coming in. That shit was not a zero. A lot of (laughs) niggas is getting bitches pregnant who got a zero. Don't get a bitch pregnant if she's still living at her parents' house. Oh, yeah, no. If that bitch is homeless, no. If that bitch need $40, no. If that bitch got her cash app in her bio, no. If she has booking info in her bio, Him but she does not have info. a talent, no. Okay. So, you want to intro this one? Because this was such a mind blower. You, you can, because I don't know what the fuck a mentor relationship is. So, I feel like, and, and this is probably going to be crazy. As adults, we need mentors. You need somebody who has walked this thing called life to turn around and and reach back and just give you a little game so that you don't have to fall for the pitfalls that they may have fallen for. So I had I had hit him and I was like, we were talking about relationships. And I think I saw this with Nisi Nash when she got married to her husband. Instead of doing, I think, bachelorette parties or a bachelor party, they had a mentor relationship, which was where they got together with older couples who had been, I think, married 25 or 30 years or more. And they had a brunch and they had dinner and they sat and gave them advice. You ain't got to follow the shit. You ain't got to do what they do, but they're giving you tips as two successful people who have made it work for this many years or plus. Not nobody who's been married five or ten years, which that's still an accomplishment, but somebody who done really been in the long haul, because I feel like when you get to looking at the same person for 20 goddamn years, ugh, is that's a lot. And I better need be you. having some good sex. So a good sex and, and a whole lot of other things. And so I think that's just good to have. I think having someone that you can go to who was objective, and then the man and the woman. A lot of men don't have that. And I feel women, too, you have, especially when one friend get married, you have friends who get bitter. You have friends who get jealous. 
because you married now. And so you really can't go to them with your issues. And sometimes it's not good to go to somebody that you know. Yeah, never take advice from a motherfucker who is not in the position that you want to be in. Your single friend cannot give you relationship advice. Why? Nor can your brum like if your mama lost your daddy, no, don't listen to your mama. If your mama's single, don't listen. Your daddy's single, don't listen. I totally disagree. And this is how we disregard people. And I'm going to give you a prime example. Malcolm X was, he fucked with white hoes. He was a drug dealer. He did drugs in the club. Everything that, quote unquote, we would call now a fuck nigga or a bullshit nigga, all these. And then he flipped the whole script. And had a movement for people. So just because you go through bullshit, I went through bullshit so that now I can share my story with somebody and keep you from falling in the same bullshit I did. Every Now, I know this nigga is a clown. Steve Harvey is a full-on clown. But let's go back to when he first wrote his book. This nigga, everybody clowned this nigga. You got all these failed marriages. You got this and this. You can learn from this nigga what not to do. We listen to Malcolm X, not Malcolm Little. Okay. So when he was a fuck nigga, so we wasn't listening to. No, we were not listening to his advice when he was on his fuck shit. He wasn't giving advice then. I know, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying to not listen to a person because of the situation that they in. But a lot of motherfuckers going to give you the same bitter advice that fucked them up. There a lot of single people. mothers will give you the same fucked up advice that fucked they shit up. Yeah. A lot of your single friends will give you the same advice that fucked they shit up. They'll tell you some shit like, girl, I wouldn't take that shit. Bitch, that's why you single now. A lot of niggas will tell you, man, fuck that nigga. You need to, you need to slap the shit out that bitch. Fuck that. That's what I'll do. Nigga, that's how you lost your girl. Right. I get what you're saying on some outlandish ass shit, but like, okay. A lot of motherfuckers gonna give some outlandish ass advice. I'm a single female. I have female friends who are married, and I don't feel like I can't comment, even though I'm divorced. Yeah, and I comment. will even say, oh, well, you know, I didn't get to that part, or I didn't have that issue, or, or whatever the case may be. I for sure, but to just say, oh, because this person ain't where you you want to be in life no they may not be the first line or the best source for sure i hear what you're saying i may not be the best source because it didn't work out but i feel like okay i can share with you what messed us up i can share with you where we fell off at and hopefully you guys don't go down that same path and see that's that's the type of advice that you could take from a person who has failed yeah. Where did you go wrong at? Yeah. But some motherfuckers will give you advice beyond their own personal comprehension. You're and right. And that shit happens a lot. Motherfuckers right. will tell you, they'll give you advice based on shit they ain't never went through, ain't going through, ain't never going to get through because they don't know shit. They just going off the fucking head because they feel like they got sense. So no. then, then you have to you have to use discretion. And, yeah, and, and a, take a lot it of motherfuckers. Yeah, a lot of motherfuckers. I don't take advice from because I'm like, nigga, you got the same amount of experience as I got. Why the fuck am I listening to you? Sometimes feedback. Yeah, feedback. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm saying, like, some motherfuckers. Some like put it this way: a lot of advice should be taken more as a suggestion I than agree. instruction. I agree. I tell my mom that all the time. She feels like the things that she tells me. 
it's like Bible. It's like yeah. nigga, take that. It's the gospel, I'm like, but yeah, nah. you're like, yeah, thanks. That's a cool idea. Yeah, that's but a great that. idea. Thank you. And then, like, when you don't listen to certain people, when you give them, well, when they give their advice and they get an attitude and they get mad, and then that's when you can hit them like. Well, my nigga, you don't have exactly the qualifications to make this a legitimate suggestion. But exactly. I don't. I would take that. I would take somebody who has completed it. Again, reiterating, having a mentor. You know, I have people. I talked to literally a gang lot of people even before we started this podcast. People who have failed and people who are successful, so that I could know what to do and what to bring. Don't discount. I, I just would say don't discount somebody because they fail. They may have some real life tips to keep you from doing the same shit. If you can avoid failure in this one area by taking these tips, I don't see why not. Yeah, and that that goes to look at the advice that you're asking the motherfucker and the type of advice that they're giving you when you ask. Like if you're asking a person like, okay, you went through this. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a a, a roadblock for you. But mm-hmm. how can I go past that roadblock if you know? But, like, I'm not asking a single motherfucker about how to spice up a fucking relationship. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. You've never had a relationship to spice up. So I'm not asking you that shit. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, I, I ain't going to ask you that shit. Like, certain motherfuckers, you shouldn't even come to them with that type of advice. Like, I don't ask deadbeat daddies what i should do with my son nah that's obvious bro but, we, we ain't doing that yeah but some, motherfuckers niggas. Do. some motherfuckers be like daddy what should i do with my son and he like motherfucker i ain't raised you i don't know oh man that's crazy well that's how that's how we going out today do we got a bonus of course Uh-oh, we got a bonus of course we got a bonus uh i seen the post that said imagine how much more success successful oprah would be if she was married then somebody uh, replied. She said, "Please, Oprah wouldn't be half the woman, or half the, or have half the money she has if she was married. The fuck she need a man for to hold her back and to tell her she's too independent. Fuck out of here, single woman shit." Wait, wait. So wait, what's the, what's what are we addressing? We addressing would Oprah be more successful if she was married? So ladies I, first. I went first last week, but I'll go first again. Would she be more successful? Not at all. Not at all. She has a man for the same reason that a lot of strong women want men. Is this that place to go and be vulnerable? It's that place to go. And when she's with Stedman, she's not Oprah. Like she's Oprah, but I'm Oprah and I can rest my head. I'm not Oprah with 10,000 motherfuckers coming to me with questions and ideas and platforms and things that I have to be responsible in this moment. I can just be your girl. Like I jet my homegirl just posted a post about, Strong women still wanting to be delicate. I still want to be your girl, lay my head on your shoulder, cry tears on you, laugh and play and joke with you just because I'm a successful businesswoman and I'm independent don't mean I'm still not a woman. And and I get that that's such a tough balance sometimes for men because men look at the only way for them to be a legitimate man is to be a provider. And if I can't be that provider, then I don't know what the fuck to do. But you are 10 times more secure when your woman can just come to you and know that that's a safe place. So fuck no. She wouldn't be more successful if if she had a husband. She would just be Oprah with a motherfucking husband. 
Um, yeah, I I think it's it's a hell of a hypothetical because not saying that she would be more successful or less successful. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that she would still be motherfucking Oprah because she's fucking Oprah. If she had a husband, she'd be the same motherfucking Oprah. She'd be just as tenacious. She would have just as much business sense. She would still be doing all the same shit. I think the only advantage that there would be to her possibly having a husband is if she was in like a Jay-Z Beyonce situation where she fucked with another media mogul. Mm. If she was fucking with a nigga who also was great in media, then yeah, it could possibly mean that she would be more successful. But being that it's a hypothetical, it could go the other way and she could be less successful. She could have married a nigga that wasn't shit. And he end up catching her before all the success cracked off and slowing her whole shit down. True. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I'm not saying that it, it, it will make her more successful because, you know, that's goofy. But whoever was the one to say, oh, to hold her back. Yeah, yeah. she's probably single and bitter. Whoever that is. Yeah, I don't agree some, with that either. Somebody hurt her. She said that from a hurt place. I want a nigga to hold my back. I'm strong as fuck out here. I still would like somebody to rub my back and, and play in my hair and all that shit. Yes. Yeah, because the females who say that, that they don't need a man. You don't need your left leg, but I'm sure you, you know, you like the stability and support that it provides. <laughs> well, tell it. It's you. You don't need a left leg, but I'm sure you're happy to have it. Well, today's winner, Cat versus Dog. For the first time, it's been a tie. What? what? Damn. I ain't gonna front. I thought I was getting my ass beat. I was like, boy, that shit dinging on her side. Oh, man. You know, it's all good. We share a lot of knowledge, a lot of positivity, a lot of jokes, a lot of laughs here. All that shit. Well, this has been the Cat vs. Dog Podcast with me, your boy, Young Dolomite, and my lovely co-host, CJ, with her hair whipped up. If you can see it. Yeah, she can't do Man, she on point. Got the shoulders out. Yeah, man, I said, okay. Let me give it to the people. Hit Hit time. Let me shimmy on her. Hit them with the shoulders. Man, hell yeah. We'll be back next week. Every same Sunday, bad time, baby. Same bad channel. 3 p.m. Pacific time. Houston time. What is that? 5 p.m. for you niggas. Jesus. It is a time difference between Cali and Houston. Okay? 5 p.m. Houston 5 time. 5 p.m. Houston time. <laughs> we out. We up out this motherfucker.